and a three, a two, a one. What is up, everybody? This is... Oh, my God. Look at this. The light goes out. Keep that bitch on. All right, three, two, one. What is up, Eagles fans? It's Birds Over Boys alongside with... That Eagles fan, of course. Oh, my goodness. It has happened. The time is here. We're still under lockdown, but we're together. We're in person, and there's still Eagles football going on. There's a lot of Eagles definitely to be talked about, um, especially while everyone's sitting on their asses, drinking beer, and wondering what the hell is going to happen next on the Philadelphia Eagles. So, guys, we got the schedule release this season. Finally, we got it. You know, as as we all hope, the season starts on time. We got to defeat coronavirus. We got to get rid of it. It is terrible. It is awful. But... We got the Eagles season online, so we're going to run down each game by game and give our predictions, you know, a quick insight. You know, as you know, it's May. We haven't had any training camp. We haven't had any OTAs, any preseason, any of that. So we don't know what injuries are going to arise. So this is early. Don't try not to be too critical. But week one at the Washington Redskins. And what happened last time we played the Washington Redskins on the road? Uh, I think we won. I think we won. Um, and then we moved on. Did we? I, th- I think we won. Right. We won the Super Bowl, too. <laughs> we won the Super Bowl. Guys, we've swept the Redskins three seasons in a row. We were at the last road game against the Redskins. It's basically an Eagles home game. And I, I don't see whoever's going to be the starting quarterback. I don't know if it's going to be Dwayne Haskins. I, I, I have no idea at this point. I think it will be. I think the Eagles will take care of business. Their defense is stronger this year. They have The, the secondary is unreal. Listen. I'll tell you guys this. We have not had a secondary this good since the days of Sheldon Brown. Agree or disagree? (laughs) We need to mute that thing over there. We're having like a little technical. It's like picking up on an echo right now, but it's okay. This is what happens. All right. So the Eagles secondary right now, guys, Darius Slay, top cornerback. Cornerback, outside cornerback number one. You got Will Parks coming. You got Kayvon Alexander. You got Jalen Mills moved to safety. You got Rodney McLeod next to him. You got Darius Taylor coming in. You could the line. Malik Jackson's going to be healthy this year. I mean, it goes. I could go on and on about this Eagles defense. Redskins have no shot that game. Carson Wentz is going to fling it around the field to Sean Jackson all game. You already know how it's going to go. Yeah. If I had to give a score prediction, it's going to be like Eagles thirty-two, Redskins thirteen. Okay, so I can kind of agree with that. And um, just another point, um, especially on this Jalen Rieger hot topic right now. So when, when everyone, obviously, you saw our, our predictions. Um, I had Justin Jefferson. Um, obviously, we wanted C.D. Lamb, who could have fell to us. He really he, – I mean, he fell there. But that being said, we got Rieger, a 42-inch vertical, apparently very quick. Um, you know, there's a 4-2-2 unofficial, then – it's like a four four three that apparently he ran. Um, go for it, bro. This is the see. This is the this is the comical stuff we're going through right now. Um, but yeah, so I'm thinking the very first play, bro. We're going long. I think we're gonna go long and we're gonna score. I it's think- supposed to be Deshaun Jackson or Jalen Rager. If you guys remember, if you were Eagles fans back when Deshaun Jackson was drafted in 2008. Oh god, that was a fun season. We we were on the the front lines. Footsteps away from the Super Bowl, if it wasn't for a pass interference call, a non-pass interference call. Deshaun Jackson, opening week against the St. Louis Rams. The St. Louis Rams. Now it's, what is it? What even is it now? The Canadian Rams? The Canadian, the Canadian Rams. Rams. The, the, the first um, 
Donovan McNabb aired it out to Sean Jackson all week long. This this should be an easy victory. So, you know, both of us, that Eagles fan, Birds Over Boys, we have week one as a win. So that's 1-0 on the road. Next week we're traveling back to the link, back to the nest, and we're taking on the L.A. Rams. As I was saying, the St. Louis Rams. I'm never going to get that out of my head. I'm always going to have a problem calling them the St. Louis Rams. L.A. Rams. Uh, they had a disappointing season last year. They went from the Super Bowl to completely missing the playoffs. You know, just kind of fell off. Is Jared Goff uh, not the million-dollar man he should have been? I think he was highly overrated, and I think we're definitely seeing that, along with the running back situation just completely falling apart. And then, obviously, where did Ramsey go? Oh, he went there, but you wouldn't be able to tell it because they're not winning games. He was one of those non-existent factors. I mean, obviously, no, he did have a factor on the field last year, but was it the, hey, we may, we're going to make the playoffs now with Jalen Ramsey? They thought it was going to be that, and that's why I'm kind of glad the Eagles didn't go for that. Same. So We, we got a real steal with Darius Slay, guys, and um, that's one of those things where we were all really up in arms that we didn't make a move before the trade deadline. And this is one of those things where you look at Howie and you just you sit back, you say, bud, work your magic, and he definitely delivered with what he was able to give and receive in that in that deal. In 2017, guys, we marched down. This was this was the are we going to make the Super Bowl this year? This was the do it, you know, make it prove it game against the Rams. We went down there, Carson Wentz tore his ACL, threw a touchdown pass on a torn ACL. Nick Foles came in, took care of business. Next year, Eagles got to march in, get to the playoffs. What do you know? Come in there, underdogs. Wow, we were like 13 14-point underdogs or something that game. We went on there, won again. We're at home, easy win, starting the season, 2-0. Next game, home against Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know how that's an NFL team anymore. Listen, <laughs> I don't know how, this, how the, the, uh, the mysterious state of Ohio even has a professional team, let alone multiple professional teams at this point. They are a college team, and I feel like, Ohio State could definitely demolish them. But here's Both. the crazy thing. Both. Here's the crazy thing. In 2016, Wentz went up against them. Oh, that was that was a painful season. We actually started three and zero, which I have a starting three and zero this season and tearing apart the Bengals. We'd have we'd have had tough times against the Bengals, although it's been on the road. We we tied them uh, in 2008. Another reference back to that that year. We tied them. Uh, with, with Don and McNabb because McNabb didn't know overtimes could end in ties, which was actually a really funny press conference. Comical. Eagles are going to start 3-0. Again, another another game that we should have no problem against, um, 3-0. And then here is where the season, you know, where fans are riding too hard and we're going on the road week four at the 49ers. Take it away. All right, so here's what I got, guys, with the 49ers. So, obviously – to beat the Philadelphia Eagles now, you're going to have to pass more than six or seven times. You're going to have, have to throw the ball long. You're going to have to test Jalen Mills. You're going to have to test a Sidney Jones. You're going to have to test a Darius Slay. And guess who we just got in return for, what was that, a six-round pick? Darius Slay. We got another, no, no, we got another speedy wide receiver. Oh, uh, Hightower. Hightower. No, Co- no, correct no. me if I'm wrong. We're getting it wrong right here. Marquise. Mark oh Marquise Goodwin yes we he's talking Marquise. about the draft I thought he was talking about the draft guys my apologies no well, we got Marquise Goodwin who uh, I'm not the biggest fan of personally but he has a lot of speed and when you match anyone with with Carson Wentz who can make practice squad wide receivers look like Randy Moss and a bunch of Hall of Famers 
uh, Marquise Goodwin look, will look like an all-star out there. So. so here's one of those things with uh, that trade, too. You, when you want to talk about uh, wide receiver depth, the Eagles did that in this draft. The Eagles truly addressed the need for speed. And as we all know, speed kills. And this is one of those things where Carson Wentz last year was dying for a deep threat. Deshaun Jackson out. Now Snagalore, unreliable. Alshon Jeffrey, never really a true. Imagine if they were all there, Super Bowl winners. Sorry. Imagine. <laughs> uh, imagine Carson Wentz not getting knocked the fuck out by Jadavian Conn. Which we're going to get to in a second. So, guys, the 49ers, you know, Jimmy G, we're not really too sure how, he, how he's going to act this season. We do know they have a brunt offensive line. They surprisingly have a powerful running attack, and their defense is ridiculously good, kind of what carried yes. them into the Super Bowl last year. But this is where our first loss comes. I'm taking them as a loss this game. It, it's a wake-up call. It's a travel out to the West Coast. It's prime time. It's a little bit of embarrassment. The Eagles will be riding in 3-0. and might be a little bit of a wake-up call. Like, hey, all right, let's get back to action. I have them going 3-1 and one right there. That's that's their first loss of the season. So, so here's where I'm going to go. Um, obviously, their defense, I mean, you talk about run defense. Um, just, just overall, their defense is – Top three. I mean, it, it is astounding. Um, this is where the Eagles defense now, you have to look at the Eagles, and you say our line is just as good. I mean, especially, I mean, I, I have Jadavion Clowney as maybe a 3% um, get. But anyways, you got a guy whose last name has Grave in it. You're, you're talking about Grave? Everyone's forgetting about him. Javon Hargrave. We're, we're, we're going to put people in the grave this year. I mean, you're Malik talking Malik Jackson Cox, coming back. Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson, Hargrave. You got uh, Derek Barnett. You, you, you got, oh, my it's God. Step Graham, up it's going to be in. And, and people sleep on Barnett, which I just don't know why. So what is that, a win or a loss for the, the San Francisco 49 I think the Eagles go on the road, and they and they, and they they make a statement. I think the Eagles win. We're 4-0. He's got a 4-0. I got a 3-1. Look at that. You guys are going to like him more tonight. I'm already telling here. So, that Eagles hit 4 now. So next week, oh, another tough road game, 1 o'clock at the Steelers. This is – so obviously um, within the great state of Pennsylvania, which uh, we're currently in right now and we both live in, um, on the road, not very far away, you're playing a Steelers team, which is in pretty much rebuild mode. They're, they're not really at that point where you can say they're good. Thank you. They're, they're, they're one of those seesaw teams where if they show up, they can give you a problem. Obviously, Big Ben uh, is Big Ben. But that being said, um, I think the Eagles on both sides of that football and even special teams outclass them. I think the Eagles win. Tape, I'm going to do this as another – I'm a little bit worried about Minka Fitzpatrick on the other side of the ball. Again, coming off a loss with the Niners. I, I just feel like it's going to be one of those, those letdown games. I have a feeling of a – Oh, we're going to walk in there again, and it's going to be like so much hope and pride, and the Eagles lose this one. It's going to be a close contest. It's going to be last ball. You know, there's going to be a minute left in the game. Carson Wentz has the ball starting out at the 10-yard line. Some some dumbass is going to take it out of the end zone and try and make something spectacular. We're going to try and drive down the field, and we might either shoot for like a 60-plus-yard field goal and and lose right off that, like a two-point, three-point game. So are you going to stick with – the unfortunate fact that the Eagles and the Eagles defense on the road is absolutely atrocious, and we're gonna lose, we're gonna drop those two games because of the defense. I don't think they're gonna drop because of defense. You know, as we know, football is a team sport. So 
I just don't think the Eagles are – I just think because starting the season 3-0, and you know, they're going to go to the Niners. It's just going to be one of those weird West Coast teams. And then when we go to the Steelers, it's going to be like that still – Who's scoring a touchdown on the Steelers versus the, or versus the Eagles? Who's scoring? Who's scoring a touchdown? Big Ben can fling it anyway. I mean, to who? Kind of got me in a rut there. It's Who? one of those. Who, who's going to score multiple touchdowns against the Eagles? That's what I think. I think it's going to be. I think it, it could possibly be even one of these additions where it's going to be literally like a nine to six game. I was going to say because I could see us getting four, five, six sacks that game. Really it could good. be. I just see both sides. I just see a tough game there. I and and see, I agree. I agree. I, I don't. Think I just don't see. It, I don't see it high scoring. I don't know. I just see a defensive battle. I don't see much offense out of that game. And again, it's May. It's early. But yeah, you're looking more positive than I. Five and zero. Oh, I have a start three, three and two right now. And that's unlike me too. I'm. I'm very. I'm a very big critic, skeptic. Um, I'm just trying to. You know, I'm looking at everything. We went on the road basically nearly the same time of year that. We're playing San Fran, right? We beat the forty. We 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 beat Green Bay on the road, right? Mm-hmm. Around the same time of year. So I'm looking at that as we. That was a statement game for Carson Wentz. That was arguably the biggest game of Carson Wentz's career. Was a win in Lambeau against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. So I'm looking at this and I'm saying, okay, that happened last year. We have way more weapons. We have a better defense. Obviously, San Francisco. The only thing I'm really worried about is their defense. So that's kind of where I think the speed kills. Obviously, their secondary is pretty good. Um, I think by the time we get to this fourth game, we're going to have a bunch of chemistry built up. We're going to have Carson Wentz in a rhythm, hopefully healthy. I'm always going to knock on wood to that. But And then and then you go into the Steelers game, I think we're going to be hot. And then you go into the next game, game six, against the Ravens at home. And we all know how we are at home. I mean, we're, we're talking about a three- what, a three-game stretch at home before the bye. We play the Ravens, the Giants, and the Cowboys. That's what I'm getting to the Ravens. You guys are going to hate me. Lamar Jackson is going to run over this team, and that's going to be another bad loss. Eagles are going 3-3. Three and three. You see us winning that game. Either you have us going 6-0 and oh, I, I have, the season. Unfortunately, I have the Ravens winning that game. There you go. Five and one, three and three. Just like the Eagles 2016 season, we started out why? three and oh. Do you want to know why? Let's go. Hit them with so, it. So, our defensive line is great. Okay, I'll give us that. Um, secondary, definitely a big bump up. Um, the safety, I mean, I mean, we did not replace Malcolm Jenkins in this offseason period. And they still have to progress. You know, we still young, have to progress. young guys coming in. These guys have to learn. So, what I'm looking at is. I mean, just just throw it throw it back to the games against Russell Wilson, okay? Russell Wilson can just tuck it and run. He can throw it away. He can do that. Lamar Jackson has so much speed. What linebacker do we have that's going to fucking pick him up? Who, who, who's going to pick up and that has that experience and that speed to that's be able to Eagles, maintain him? It's going to be very difficult. The Eagles are going to have to run back to the Tennessee Titans playbook and how they beat them in the divisional round, and that's run the ball. Boston Scott, Jordan Howard, and possibly Carlos Hyde if he comes over here. So you have that as a loss. I have that as a loss. Eagles starting right before the big showdown at Dallas, where this is where the Eagles finally come out of their hole and play the Dallas Cowboys. And this is going to be fun because I don't know if Andy Dalton's going to be starting a quarterback or Dallas Prescott. Dallas Prescott. <laughs> hey, 
D A D A K Dallas and Dak. I mean, that's very close. I think the Eagles win this one. This one may be a little bit of a, of, of a shootout, though. It so might be we, a little bit so, gunslinging. So, so we're gonna say that we're definitely beating the Giants at home. I think we beat the Giants at home. I skipped games. Uh, yes, we're beating the Giants at home. Okay, they are close matchups. I skipped ahead by accident. That was my fault. The, the Cowboys are next after. Uh, so after week the Giants. seven, week seven Giants. Week seven prime time. That won't be a close game. That's gonna be another blowout. Just like the Redskins, we're gonna handle that division just fine. Daniel Jones has a fumbling problem. So does Wentz. Don't don't right. kill me. Don't kill me for that statement. And guys, for everyone that forgot, um, you know, I've been screaming hop the fence with Wentz for years. Who's behind Daniel Jones in fumbles? Carson Wentz. What's his name? Car- uh, it's Carson Wentz. So, but I- it's the Giants. They have <laughs> light goes out. The Giants have no O line. They have no O line. They have a lot to work with. You kind of had to hit it. Daniel Jones. I'm not that. Saquon Barkley had injury issues last season. I'm not that confident with the Giants. Eagles take care of business there. Um, that that's a primetime game, home game. That's going to be a great one. Um, if I'm not mistaken, that might be a Thursday night game too. I cannot tell from right here. We go on, like I was going on with the, the Cowboys next week. I think that's another win right there. So that's three straight wins, three straight losses by me. Then, then two straight wins right there going. Uh, it's going to be an aerial attack with the Cowboys. They lost their top man, Byron Jones. You know, they, they have Dak Prescott. They might even have Andy Dalton starting. We, we don't know what's going to be at that point in the season if something falls apart with these teams. Might be redhead on redhead crime. Ginger on ginger crime. You heard it here first. But so here's here, so here's another reason. A lot of people are skeptical about the whole Dallas situation. Um, you know, obviously we're very good at home. So that being said, we're playing at 820. They have to come to us. We have how many days before this game? We're, we're playing the Giants on the 22nd of October. This game is November 1st on a Sunday. That's more than a week. Sunday night. It's a Sunday night game, yeah. too. So we have a lot of time to prepare. We're going into the bye week. Obviously, Doug Peterson and his culture is a um, a lock arms brotherhood where they're going to go into that bye week with a fire to just not only win, but win convincingly. I'm not talking about they don't want to win by one point, a field goal, a touchdown. They're trying to make a statement before the bye week and become that team to be favorites. And what they got to do is because once they're going through the bye week, they're coming back to a Giants and a Browns, both on the road. But those teams, I mean, let's face it, they're, 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 it's no competition. We always end up having a better game with the Giants on the road. What I've realized, you know, at home battles, it's crazy. We were down 17 nothing in that one game that I went to back in December um rainy cold had to come back it was that was that was that's one of those ugh, one of those like pitiful games where you're just like oh then you had that that walk-off game winner with with uh, i must said uh jake elliott you know 63 yard walk-off you're going on the road against the giants right here again one o'clock game coming off a of bye week that's a win that eagles fan eight and one birds over boys six and three not terrible we're still saving the season then as you said, we're going on. We're going on the road against the Browns. Browns are overrated every year. Baker Mayfield is not the problem. I believe the Browns have had almost thirty starting quarterbacks. Thirty at least since nineteen ninety nine. <laughs> thirty, almost around there. I'm not exact on the number. Baker Mayfield is not the solution. Already have couldn't even have connection uh, chemistry with 
with Jarvis Landry and then Odell Beckham Jr. It's just always a mess with that team. Again, that's three straight wins right there. Then, then you got our team coming up. Then you got our, our favorite. You got the Seattle Seahawks, a prime time game. Home, though, again, again, this will be the third home game against Seattle in, in, in just uh, about a year's time. So let's break this down um, schedule-wise before we even get into who wins the Seattle game. So I think we're going to be coming off of a, what, a four? At this point, it's going to be a four-game win streak. We're going to beat the Giants, going to beat the Cowboys. We're going to go into the bye week. We come back to the Giants, get them out of the way. That's a win. Browns win. So we're going to be coming off of two road games, okay? Then we're going to be home, prime time, against, again, the Seattle Seahawks. And what it comes down to is the game's after. is after Seattle, we're going on the road again to Lambeau Field and Green Bay Packers, and then we're coming back home to the New Orleans Saints. You talk about a three-game cluster. That, 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 those are three games that can obviously set the tone for the, for the whole season. I mean, if they tank those three games, what what is the outlook on them beating winning teams going into the playoffs? It's going to be people are going to say, "Oh, the Eagles!" Like it's going to be, it's just going to be, you know, hell on earth. People are going to be walking around mopey in Philadelphia because we would have lost these three games. Versing Seattle, Carson Wentz needs to stay healthy. It's not it's not a um, it's not a playoff game this time. Could they meet later? Sure. It truly was a freak injury against Seattle last time with Carson Wentz. The concussion's not happening this time around. We are so sick and tired. What is Pete? Uh, Pete literally, what, 5-6-0 and against Doug Peterson? It's obnoxious. It's, uh, it's obnoxious, and it's over with. The Eagles will take care of business against Seattle. I'm not too worried about this team this time around. They're going to be coming off three straight wins for once. We're going to beat Seattle. I know. We lost to them two times last year, 17-9. That magical yet beautiful score. Cowboys, Seahawks twice. We're going to we're gonna figure out DK Metcalf. He had a little bit of spectacular rookie year. I know a lot of people were like, oh, we needed him over J.J. White, Arciago Whiteside. It's going to be better this time around. We're going to take care of Seattle. It's going to be a little bit better. I have to agree. I think we're going to beat Seattle. It's going to not be a pretty win, but it's going to be one of those games where you look back um, to last season and Aaron Rodgers versus Carson Wentz, and you're talking about key plays and just being a craftsman at the quarterback position. I think Carson Wentz will finally be able to edge out Russell Wilson. Next week at the Packers on the road, 425 game. 425 games on the road are not in favor of the Eagles. I can't pull up the exact stat right now, but in history, when the Eagles play those 425 games, they don't end too well. I think the most in most recent memory was against the Patriots. That that four I love the four o'clock games. You know, I'm I'm not a morning person, this and that. <laughs> you, you know, you're a, you're just waking up when that game starts. I'm waking up. I'm like on a bed. I'm like, oh my god. Oh, the Eagles. Oh, Eagles fans. The Eagles are on. All right, but the Packers. In all in all seriousness, Aaron Rodgers. 
still the GOAT, Hall of Famer, future, Devontae Adams. Thorn, not even in our side, in both of our feet. Both of our feet. So let's face it, guys. If Adams was not injured last game, Packers won that for sure. He 100%. Was, he was shredding us. We had no answer. No answer. We, we, we could have had Troy Vincent and Bobby Taylor come back and double-team him with Jalen Mills. He, there was no answer. We still would have lost. It is very hard to win on Lambeau Field, and I just the Eagles did it last season. I don't think it's happening this time around. This will be the Eagles' fourth loss. That will put them at 8-4 and four before the big home matchup a- against the New Orleans Saints. What do you have? Do you have them beating the Packers this time I have around? The Packers, I have the Packers beating the Eagles. That's 10-2, and 8-4. and four. Then you got another 425 game, my favorite, against the Saints. And I, every year, people underestimate the Saints. <laughs> We've beaten them like one time in the past few years, and that was with Sam Bradford, surprisingly enough. It's one of those tricky matchups. They, they love to favor the Eagles when they're like, oh, the, the Saints, the Saints can't play that well on the road. You know, we have the advantage because we don't have the – no, Drew Brees comes into Philly every single time. I've seen it from my eyes. You beat Nick Foles in the playoffs, which in, in 2013, it sucked. So let me give you my breakdown. So Drew Brees, savage, okay? Um, throws the ball away when he needs to. Can run the ball when he needs to. Um, does not make bad throws. Does Just doesn't. Just doesn't. He is a, he is a commander-in-chief. I mean, you talk about having a good running back. He has that. Wide receiver, he has that. Um I have us losing to the Saints. Just I just got to get it out there. I know it's December. I know it's cold, but you know, I just I, I just don't see, especially at our weakness at the linebacker position. I love Nathan Gary. I love the acquisitions we have. But when it just comes down to it, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, it's going to be Darius Slay on him, and then it's just going to be Drew Brees against the entire secondary. So if we don't get our hands on Drew Brees early. It's going to come down to Jim Schwartz and how his coaching scheme comes down this yep. season. This mm-hmm. I see this season as a multiple win, multiple loss. It, it's it's going to be a weird season for me. I know you see it a little bit differently right now, but hey, you're on that that little bit that little bit losing streak. But this is where the December magic comes in, and just as we lose two in a row, there you go, another four o'clock game on the West Coast against. Another team. How is that an NFL team right there? The the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yeah, uh, it is part of the list. Uh, yeah, it is. It is. Arizona Cardinals blowout win. Blowout win. Falling back in the end zone is Deshaun Jackson off of a bomb multiple times. Maybe we have some no name players step up. Give us some. Give us some light, just like Mac Hollins did a couple times last year. Hey, maybe Greg Ward says, "Guys, I'm here to play." That could be a, that could be a game, Jalen Rieger. You could really make a name against the Cardinals. Really can. Um, we have enough names, household names at that on the field to be able to spread it. Then you're talking about. We don't even know who are if we get Carlos Hyde, which we're going to get into a bit later, who's coming off of a thousand yard season. Um, you just you you look at obviously we're on the road in December. We do very well, and when it comes down to we need to win these last few games. The Eagles always win out. We just do it. This team rallies together like no other NFL team has 
done in arguably the past 10 years they as a collective group. Three seasons in a row. They've done it three seasons to make the playoffs and people sleep. And we won a Super Bowl. But people want to sleep and then just hate on one Super Bowl win when you got to look at just the team effort by special teams, by the backups, by the coaches, by by the water boys on the water at the right time. I mean, you talk about effort. Everybody is in a collective agreement that they want to win on the Eagles sideline. And this is where I think we went out the rest of the season. That's that's that right before here. That's nine and five, 11 and three, 12, 13. We're on the road against the Cowboys. Another four o'clock game right there. You already spoke. You already spoke your predictions. We're on the road against the Cowboys. That's going to be a situation where, you know, we got to win that. I'm a little hesitant. We're on going in. We're right going there. into Dallas. That is the only, only if factor. That's it. And injuries at this point. I mean, you're talking about late in the season. This is this is the hardest prediction. But I'm going to ride with the Eagles. I'm going to be confident in there. That's ten and five. That's twelve and three for you. And then you end off the season home against the Redskins. Come on, guys. The Come Redskins. On. The Redskins. If something crazy in here. You know, call me crazy. They're they're not they're not going to beat us. That means your schedule prediction comes out at that Eagles fan thirteen and three birds over boys. 11 and, five. eleven and five. Eleven and five. But eleven only and two games off. Now we're talking high points right here. This this is the best case scenario. Not a whole lot of injuries. There will be injuries that will happen with this team this year. This is a highly upgraded team from the year prior. I don't think it's a Super Bowl worthy team. I think it's a team that's worthy enough of, you know, potentially the third or or the fourth seed with winning the division. And let me just say, guys, me and Birds Over Boys, okay, we 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 um we really truly did not even want to do what we just did. We don't even have a finished roster. We don't know who is going to be on this team, who is going to be healthy and ready. We we don't know. So this is one of those things where, you know, it's quarantine podcast. We're fiddling around. We're crunching. We're, we're crunching the schedule, the aways, the homes, the 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 all of the what ifs and ideal scenarios. There's always going to be one of those games that we potentially just lose that we definitely shouldn't have. There's always a trap game somewhere. But if the team can come together as a collective group, you can overcome those. Now, that being said, we're just going to have to see who we have on our roster. And I'm going to keep it real with you guys. We have a lot of young wide receivers. We have old wide receivers. Alshon Jeffrey's going to be on the bench until week six through eight. Yep. Deshaun Jackson's age. He's 33 years old. You got a whole bunch of young wide receivers coming. Jalen Rager, uh, Hightower. You have Marquise Goodwin, who's another older. You have a mix of really old, really young. That's either implode in their face or work out magically for the Eagles. You're either going to get a whole lot of touchdown catches or a whole lot of drops. But no team is perfect. You have your quarterback areas set. You have your franchise quarterback, Carson Wentz. You have your running backs, who we're about to get to just real quick. Uh, you have Boston Scott and Miles Sanders. Who you know, Miles Sanders is looking like a top back in the league, like a top five back potentially for – for this next season coming up. And then you have a completely upgraded secondary. You have a fully healthy defensive line. This team, one other thing that I have to throw in, besides of the of the injury factor with this prediction of the schedule, is they're going to have to run trick plays. If you guys recall last year, we were always getting beaten, eaten alive by trick play, plays. The Seattle ran trick play. Uh, New England Patriots ran a trick play. 
Dolphins got us on a trick play. The Eagles have one of the most talented offensive they have a talented off offense this year. You know, they're, they have young guys. They have, they have players that are, you know, Jalen hurts that second round pick. They're going to maybe, maybe put them to use here or there. Just, just one play. I'm not saying every, every game of the season, you're going to have to run a play just one time. They're down, you know, you're down by seven, you're down by 14 and, and you need something to spark that offense. The Eagles are going to have to pull out some, a couple trick plays this season. Maybe even, you know, a Philly special here and there just for that spark of the year. You know, that's something to spark the team. Uh, that being said, the playoffs is going to be way harder than ever. And uh, not getting the first seed is way different because, as you know, that they have seven seven seeds in the playoffs going into this year. So, quick question: I had a bunch of followers, uh, myself included. I felt this way, and um, a couple people I know, uh, friends of mine. Did it not seem like the offensive play calling through Doug Peterson last season, at least through at least half of the season? Was extremely suspect. A little bit. Those uh, those little about behind the behind the line of scrimmage screen bubble bubble pass screens to the wide receivers that killed me. Throat and they get knocked into instantly, and you're like, what was that? And it was like third or it was like third and eight. But then again, you saw like yeah, a third and eight draw play, and you're like, whoo! Miles Sanders like takes off and runs through down the field. Or you see a third and two, and they're in shotgun five 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 wide receiver set. And, you're like, and they're throwing the ball, and it, it's just incomplete. Get under center. Get it under center. Yeah, hand yep. it off right, right up the middle. So that being said, we're gonna go into the hot topic of Jadavion Clowney. I don't know who wants to begin on this first. I'll hear. So, so I, my my guy over here, Birds Over Boys, is fuming right now. He as soon as Jadavion passed his mouth, man, he almost threw up. He has a trash can right over here. Thank God it's open. <laughs> yeah. So. Jadavion, his last name, uh, Clown, Clowny. A Clowny is like a carny, a person that works at a clown. Jadavion, Arlington, Clowney. Texas, AT&T Stadium, so, Clown Circus. So before I even get into Jadavion Clowny, I just want to point out some similarities to the person that Jadavion injured during our could have been Super Bowl. Tell one. me who that person was. Tell, tell me, tell me why fans want to bring in someone that injured our franchise quarterback, but get more upset over drafting Jalen Hurts in the second round. Give it to me right now. Explain this philosophy to me. I want to be enlightened right now. Give me some wisdom. So I'm going to touch, I'll touch on that, but I'm going to touch on the main point about the comparison of Jadavion Clowney and Carson Wentz, guys. I'm about to compare Jadavion Clowney and Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, 605. Jadavion Clowney, 605. Carson Wentz, 237 pounds. Jadavion Clowney, 255 pounds. Uh, an 18-pound difference. Oh, wait. They're both 27 years old. One, Jadavion Clowney is born in South Carolina. Carson Wentz, born in North Carolina. Just some crazy, just out there kind of things that you would have never guessed. They're almost the same size. They're almost born in the same place, and they're the same age. So that being said, Javion Clowney, okay, I just don't see him coming into the Eagles locker room, making the same hits, and one, not getting away with flags, if not ejections or, or fines. Because the Eagles, we all know, the refs love to throw flags at us. If it was um, 
if it was Aaron Rodgers getting thrown to the ground like Nick Foles or Carson Wentz, I mean, that's a flag and ejection all day. If, uh, if uh, imagine um, who, who's a really good running back right now that would draw a flag. A running back that would yeah. draw a flag? Yeah. Like, like a good top running back that's just like, oh. Like, so, so a Derrick Henry, okay? So say he gets his neck completely twisted around and he almost dies like Miles Sanders does. He's going to get that call. But wait, the Eagles don't get that call. But if Jadavion Clowney ripped that helmet off of a uh, Derrick Henry, that would have been definitely a fine, definitely a flag. He didn't only do this to Carson Wentz, guys. He ripped off – he almost ripped off Nick Foles' face mask against the Texans when he was on there in 2018. Then he plummeted Nick Foles in the end zone. Not only that, and then he he crushes – he intentionally leads with his head. You can argue with me all day. That was intentional. He was trying to knock Wentz out of the game. And Clowney has has a history of this. Now, that being said, let's not give the fact we can talk about his athleticism. He's freakishly athletic, ridiculously yep. fast. Yep. He causes fumbles. He, he causes um, he quarterback pressure. He has 122 pressures. And over the past two seasons, it's, it's, it, it's that, that, that's a great, that's a great aspect for him. But, he comes with the price tag. That's what I'm saying. Liability. And I don't want our season to be on the line or playoffs be on the line. And we need that win. And he hit the late hit against Dak Prescott or whoever we're playing against. And then it puts him in field position to win the game. I, I just, yeah. I don't think the Eagles can afford that. And I don't think they want that. I just think it's too much. I think it's too much longer problem. I'm, I know what Carson Wentz said. And I know if I'm in Carson Wentz's position, I hate Clowney. I hate him with a burning passion. I got injured. I'm Carson Wentz. I got injured in 2017. I had the chance to take the Eagles with their very first Super Bowl victory. I have to sit on the sidelines and watch Nick Foles win it for us. I'm happy for Nick Foles, but I'm crying inside. 2018, redemption year. I fracture my back. There you go. Nick Foles is doing it again. Oh, God, here comes some quarterback controversy. 2019, here we go. I'm in the damn playoffs. First minute, Clowney knocks me out. Imagine the hatred, the resentment. I don't see it from – I don't see this happening. I just it's, – it's not going to happen. I think, like I said, um, you can correct me if I'm wrong. We can go back. But I think I said 3%, 5%, 3% chance of it really happening. a 10% chance, but I 10%. think you're going to go lower on that now. I just – my heart just says no. But um, obviously, if we're shooting our shot and we're throwing numbers, um, it, it, it comes down to – Obviously, Seattle. Um, he has he has his little foot in the door there. Does he? It, it might be easier for him to stay, which I think it's easier for him to stay. But then for the Eagles to bring him in, so the Eagles is so so let so let's help talk rumors, okay? So so what we're gonna do is imagine the the Eagles sign Jadavion Clowney, okay? And my 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 name is Carson Wentz. The Eagles picked with their second pick, Jalen Hurts a stud quarterback, and then we sign the person that knocked me out of the playoffs last year on an intentional hit. You can call it dirty. You can call it not dirty. I played football. His head was down. His body was up. He led with his helmet. It is a flag. There is a lot of people that say this and that. It is what it is. So if you're Carson Wentz and you bring in these two players and, oh, you're our guy, da 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 Carson Wentz is going to be annihilated mentally. He's going to be praying so hard. 
and he's just going to, you know, he he's, he said to be mentally tough. He said to be fragile. This whole locker room situation, everything that's been going on over these past couple of years, you can point to Aguilar, you can point to Jeffrey, you can point to whoever you want. Carson Wentz will not be in the right frame of mind if Jadavion Clowney comes in after Jalen Hurts just got signed, and he has to deal with this. He's going to practice against this guy every day. It's not happening. Can I don't it? see it. I, I just don't see it. He does not fit the locker room. He so, just doesn't. At, at that point, we're looking for that power back. We're looking for that LeGarrette Blunt Super Bowl run. We're looking for that Jordan Howard. And yes, here we go, who we got on the line today. We got Carlos Hyde as a potential free agent running back for the Philadelphia Eagles, who actually, I didn't even know this at first, he had a 1,000-yard rushing season last year, highly underrated, 29 years old, six touchdowns, over 1,000 yards rushing. 4.4 yards a carry. That's solid. Played for the Niners, Jags, Browns, and Texans, and he spent a little bit of time with the Chiefs. I'm, I'm going to all go for him. Why not? I, I, I am in total agreement. I think if we bring in this cat – um, obviously we need, and I've been praying for a big, a big body, uh, running back. You got somebody that's six foot tall. He'd be the tallest guy we got, um, 229. He's not the, like the biggest. Okay. Cause LeGarrette Blunt was 240 something. I believe he's, I mean, he was a tank, but you talk about running style and everything else. We can go back over and play film. You're talking about a thousand yard rusher with Miles Sanders and, Darren Sproles 2.0 in Boston Scott. Come on. Again. Come on. That is a no-brainer. Those third and one, fourth and one situations. You can line them up in the backfield right behind Wentz. <laughs> you can run a little a little play action play right there. They're all gonna think, hey, call us higher on up the middle. It's like, man, like Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz right open. Slant route. Touchdown. <laughs> it gets me excited. I'm just getting excited this season. I say go for Carlos Hyde. I would have been for the I was for LaShawn McCoy as a third back. As the third back mentor, but there's Carlos Hyde. He could be a mentor for this team. So, so here's my point to Lashawn McCoy as I wear his jersey. Um, so my thing, my whole thing, when we won the Super Bowl, as soon as we got Legarrette Blunt, I mean, I just, I just knew I had that feeling. You had the power guy, you had the speed, you had the speed, you had the mini guy, and then you got JHI, that big change of pace, quick, not fast, but just quick and explosive. So you talk about we need that power guy, Carlos Hyde, and carrying a load. I don't. Miles Sanders is our guy first and foremost, but Car- Carlos Hyde definitely fits in that number two, just big guy. And then we got Clem- we got Clement. Clement can do it all. So you add in those four guys to this team, best I mean, running back core in the league. We we don't have to worry at all. We don't have to worry at all about the running backs. Period. Moving forward real quick, you know, as I said, I don't think this is going to be a Super Bowl team, you know, marring on what injuries happen. But I think this team is going to be set in line for for future Super Bowls consecutively. If it's not this year, you know, 2022 will be the year, you know, technically 2021 season. But, you know, you and got, that's with the extended playoffs, correct? With, with the extended playoffs as well. Which is gonna be this is this is gonna be fun extended season everything you're gonna have you're gonna have wide receivers that are, are gonna be developed you're gonna have a great offensive line Wentz is gonna be right smack dab in his prime just as, as he's entering right now and you're gonna have a defense that's figured out with Kayvon Alexander with some experience and you're gonna have Will Parks who I love out of Denver oh my God all these this versatility on defense is unreal but guys we keep it real with you. 
Don't like to lie. Don't like to don't like to make up stories to make you feel better about this Eagles team. No, we just tell it how it is. Um, you know, just bird for bird. You know, we just we we literally just raw, just data. We try and give you those opinions. We tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. If you wanna if you wanna just go to someone that's gonna buttercup you up and kiss everybody's players' butts, you know, we're we're just not those guys. Um obviously we don't have the true roster yet. So me coming in at 13 and three, obviously um, I want this team to do well and factoring in the what ifs and the schedule and all that's best case scenario, maybe a 12 and four, 11 and five really in my heart might be where we fall. But in my opinion, that, that will definitely be able to get us into the playoffs in a, a 12 and four, 11 and five for sure. Not going to get us first low point. The lowest bottom barrel this team's going to do this season is 8-8. Eight and eight. The high point is going to be 13-3. What I see him as personally, 10-6, 11-5, just right in between there. I think that's fair to say. Guys, this was the Birds Over Boys podcast. I'm Cody, Birds Over Boys, alongside with... That Eagles fan. Thanks for tuning in. Go Birds.